The care is in the details. You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me is Dr. Susan Frampton, president of Plain Tree, a leader in the patient-centered care movement located in Derby, Connecticut. Dr. Frampton, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Thank you. It's great to be with you today. Tell us about Plain Tree. Well, Plain Tree is a nonprofit organization that was started by a patient about 30 years ago. So it's kind of unique in terms of the story of how it started because this patient had a experience in the hospital as a young woman, a large academic medical center, clinically excellent in terms of the care she received, but she was really horrified by the environment in which care was delivered, and not only the physical environment, but just the way that communication was handled, the way human interactions were handled, things that unfortunately we still hear patients complaining about today, not really understanding what's being done to them and why, not feeling that medical practitioners are always the best at both listening to what patients have to say and communicating information to them. And so she really felt that we could do a better job in this country at providing not only the best technical care, but the best care delivery experience. And so she founded Plain Tree with that mission in mind to work with hospitals and physicians and to try to help them to look at the care experience through the patient's eyes and to make changes that would provide a more healing experience for patients. What led to your interest in Plain Tree? Well, I'm actually a medical anthropologist by training, and I have worked in hospitals my entire career for the past 25 years or so. And much of the work that I did was focused on patient education, health promotion, patient advocacy. And so Plain Tree for me made just a huge amount of sense that, of course, we want the best care experience for patients. We're all about that. And when we talk with nurses and doctors and healthcare administrators. Everybody loves the idea of patient-centered care and a patient-centered approach, but doing it, figuring out how to do it, and then measuring how good we're doing at it, that's more of a challenge. And so I saw Plain Tree as a model that really helped organizations and practitioners not only figure out how to operationalize this concept of patient-centered care, but how to measure it and know if it was having the desired impact. Let's discuss the components of Plain Tree. Tell us about architecture and interior design. Well, the environment is a very important part of the experience for patients, families, and staff. And there are so many opportunities, whether it's a hospital environment or an ambulatory care practice, there are so many opportunities to change the environment in a way that aids healing. And I could probably talk for hours about that, but here are just a couple of small ideas. For instance, in the acute care setting, in the hospital setting, often you'll find one large centralized nursing station, and everybody clusters around that, the nurses, the doctors, the technicians. It's usually overcrowded. It's usually very noisy. Patients often feel very remote from that area because Often the hallways with the patient rooms extend quite a ways away from that. So you'll often have patients pressing call bells just to see, well, if I needed help, would anybody actually get here? And so one of the design elements that Plain Tree espouses is 
really getting rid of the centralized nursing station and having workstations spread out along the patient corridor so that you put clinicians closer to the patients. And in some of these designs, patients can literally look out from their bedside and see a staff member working there. And in some of the hospitals that have implemented that design feature, they've found a 40% decrease in call bell pressing simply because the patient could look out and see the practitioner. So there are, again, probably hundreds of different ideas like that that you can build into the design of a facility. Uh, Or, you know, there are certainly cosmetic approaches. Lighting, for instance, is one of those things many of us never even think about. But if you go into most practice settings, most hospitals or physicians' offices, there are these banks of overhead fluorescent lights everywhere. They're often very disturbing to patients. Imagine you're in that environment, uh, particularly if you're in that uh, environment in an inpatient setting for hours and hours. You're staring up at these things. Have we really thought about from the patient's perspective what that experience is like? We know that when we soften lighting and we give patients choices about lighting, it improves the experience. We know from talking with staff that when lighting levels come down, noise levels come down. And noise is a real problem in healthcare environments today. So those are just a couple of examples of some of the things that we can do in the physical environment that have an impact on the patient's experience. How is this implemented? Do you have plain tree architects, advisors? Uh, we, we have both, actually. We, we do have an architect and designer who's on our staff who often works with a hospital or a practice settings design team because often people have relationships with their own local architects. So she works as a part of those teams to help them in the planning and the design of environments. She also uh, has brought together a group of very progressive architects from around the country who have a great deal of experience with patient-centered design, and they have a little bit of a think tank going where they continue to innovate and make sure that the latest thinking, that the latest evidence-based design practices are being used in hospitals and healthcare settings uh, that, that we are working with. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and joining me is Dr. Susan Frampton, president of Plain Tree, a leader in the patient-centered care movement located in Derby, Connecticut. Dr. Frampton, tell us about the importance of the nutritional and nurturing aspects of food. Sure. You know, there was some very interesting research that came out uh, a while ago, and it looked at the nutritional status of patients prior to being hospitalized and post-discharge. And they found that quite a a significant proportion of patients were actually more malnourished when they left the hospital than when they had been admitted. And certainly some of that is related to the illness process, the disease process that perhaps these patients were undergoing. But some of it was also linked to the quality and the access of food in the clinical setting. I think most of us would agree that hospitals uh, are not known for their their food in terms of it being wonderful. It's kind of like airline food and hospital food. People often uh, use that as the example of kind of the worst thing you might be served, mystery meat, etc. And so we felt it was very important to begin to look at that also from the patient's perspective. If we're saying that 
what people are eating is so important to their health, shouldn't we be providing the most nutritious food possible? Shouldn't we be making sure that patients have access at any time that they might need it? Because one of the other practices that we often see is patients are delivered food not when they want it or when they would generally be hungry and eat it, but when it's convenient for the organization to deliver it. And so food waste is very high in hospitals because often those trays sit. I mean, I know personally I don't eat breakfast at 8 o'clock, and if somebody brought me a breakfast at 8 o'clock, it would sit there. And by the time I got to it, probably wouldn't be appetizing enough to eat it. And that's a very common occurrence in hospitals. So we really try to work with hospitals to take a systems approach of is there a way that ideally we can turn this around and do a more on-demand schedule where patients can say, you know, this is when I usually eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner. This is the kind of food that I'd like to eat, uh, obviously within reason given some of the dietary restrictions. Uh, Also, presentation is very important. We know from the research literature it's just not what you're providing to patients, it's how it's how it's presented, how it looks, is it appetizing looking. And so many times we'll work with dietary departments, their staff will come up with great ideas. They've done things like bringing in a warm hand towel when they deliver the food for patients to wash their hands, putting the tray on the table, opening cartons for patients who perhaps have issues with their mobility of their hands. I mean, we've had patients say, I couldn't open that milk container. I couldn't open the plastic on that because of the condition I was in, so everything just sat. So some of those little nuances are so important. They're little things, but they make a huge difference to the patient. And for many patients, mealtime is the highlight of their day when they're in a hospital environment or a nursing home environment. It's the little things in life that make a big difference. Yeah. It sounds like wonderful room service. Exactly. And that is what we're moving toward in many healthcare settings is a room service approach to food delivery. Dr. Frampton, how can listeners learn more? I'd really encourage people to go to Plain Tree's website, www.plaintree.org, and it's P-L-A-N-E-T-R-E-E. And there's a lot of information about Plain Tree's history, about the different components of the model, and a listing of the hospitals and healthcare centers all over the country who use this model. Dr. Frampton, thank you so much for joining us to discuss the Plain Tree model of care. Thank you. It was a pleasure. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions at ReachMD.com, which now features on-demand podcasts of the ReachMD library. Thank you for listening. 